0: Hi, my name is Reverend Dr. Sally Douglas and I'm the Minister at Richmond Uniting Church and you're welcome here. You're welcome here if you're part of Richmond Uniting or if you connect with us occasionally or if this is the first time you've ever connected with us in our online worship. And you're welcome here today wherever you're at in your faith and doubt and life journey. God longs to be in connection with us as we are rather than as we think we should be. So as we say each week at Richmond Uniting Church, you're welcome here. Please participate as much or as little as you feel able. Today, like last week, is going to be a little bit different compared to other weeks in this audio worship. This is pre-recorded because I'm having a week or two of leave. And today I'm inviting us to dive into some ancient practices of Christian meditation, so contemplative Christian traditions. And these are really amazing traditions that are for all of us, not just from one denomination, but I'm inviting us all not to freak out. If you haven't had much experience of stillness and quiet, it can be really confronting and your tummy can make a noise. And if you're worshipping with other people and that happens, you can be like, oh, my goodness. Or your mind can just completely become like a washing machine. You notice that it's spinning all the time thinking about what's happened before, like doing a little recount of particular events or stressing about what's going to happen later or what's going to happen in the future and with COVID or so on. So if you find in stillness that this is happening, that you're not able to actually be still, just relax. This is normal. I read an interview once with Rowan Williams who was asked um, when he was Archbishop of Canterbury how often he prayed, how long for each day. And he said that about five minutes. And the interviewer said, What? I can't, you've got a contemplative practice. What are you doing? And he said, Oh, I pray for much longer every day. But there's probably five minutes when I'm quiet and listening and attentive. So, I'm inviting us to be gentle with ourselves. If having complete stillness is too much for you, you might want to pause and just put some very quiet music on in the background. to help entertain or settle that part of your mind this is what I used to have to do when I first began a contemplative practice and remember that learning to be still is like learning to run a marathon so it's not going to happen overnight usually you need to build up from maybe even one minute a day or two minutes into more and more stillness So today there will be longer silences, but I'm going to support us through that. And if you do find yourself caught up in a washing machine cycle, spin cycle of worry or anxiety or recount, just notice it and invite yourself back. And if there's something that's really heavy on your heart that's just making it almost impossible to be still, you might want to take a moment just to seek God's help to hold that with you. Help me hold that. So, you might like to light a candle if you are listening at home or if you're listening as you're walking or out and about. You might want to stop for a moment and just take some deeper breaths to mark this time of worship. To symbolize being present to the one who is already present to us. And I invite you to take some deeper breaths. To take some slower breaths, breathing in through your nose. And out. Breathing in. And out, remembering Jesus speaking of Holy Spirit as Ruah, breath, and wind. In whom we live and move and have our being. As we enter this time of worship and reflection, we honour the people of the Kula Nation, the Rwandjeri people, ancestors, and also elders, acknowledging elders past and present and emerging. And elders across this land, we join our yearnings with God for there to be truth, for there to be justice, for there to be healing and walking together. Amen. For our prayers of adoration and praise, I'm inviting us into what's called an awareness exam. There's more information about an awareness examine on the website if you want to have a look at that. So it has two distinct movements. Without trying to assess or analyze, I'm inviting us all to stay with what emerges. And instead of uh, telling ourselves off or judging ourselves for not thinking of the right thing, just be gentle with yourself and allow the truth of what's going on for you to emerge because God longs to meet us where we are at, not where we think we should be at. And this practice, this contemplative practice, can be used daily as a way in inviting God into what's really happening for us. So I invite us now in the stillness to become aware over the last day or so When did we feel most alive? When did we feel the most energy? The most love? Giving the most love or receiving the most love? I invite you to go back to that moment as it emerges and to relive it, to savour it. And to give thanks to God for it. because we're called to the truth and the truth is that things are not always loving they're not always energizing i invite you to become aware of the moment the experience or what you witnessed where love was withheld or where you were most sapped of energy and life or hope And to go back to that moment, not to solve it, not to blame yourself or other people. But to acknowledge it. And to invite God's healing into that situation. It might be your longing for wisdom or forgiveness or the strength to forgive. Forgive. You may have noticed that this second movement is like what is often called prayers of confession of becoming aware of our truth about what's binding us up and seeking God's liberating presence and healing so friends know that nothing can separate us from the love of God Christ Jesus your sins are forgiven Thanks be to God. So today in our readings in the lectionary all around the world, there's this quite incredible psalm, Psalm 139. And as we have this more meditative service this week, I'd like to invite us to dive into this reading. But before we do, I just wanted to say a couple of things about how we approach the Bible, because sometimes we can think of it as a flat text, not not only as in not complicated and, and we can forget about the context of the authors of the text and the context of the first audiences because these are hugely varied in the Bible and as well as the genres of the different texts. So as well as all of that, there's something else going on when we come to the biblical text, when we come to the Bible and that's our own lens the experiences that we bring to the text and so what can happen sometimes and you may have had this experience in a bible study or in worship where one person loves a reading and you hear the same exact same words and you can't stand it or it really brings up some tricky things for you and that's because we bring all of ourselves to the bible when we read it and so this impacts on how we hear words. So none of us really can read the Bible in the same way because we all read it through our own experiences. And I think it's really helpful to remember that. And today's one of those potentially uh, amazing passages for some people and tricky passages for other people. So if you've been brought up in a really loving environment and if you've been brought up, trust that God is the tender parent who cares for you I suspect this psalm will just be a delight and you will um, rest in it and be bathed in its beauty likewise if you've come to know the way of Christ as an adult and and that experience has been one of discovering that the face of God the, the one who comes to us In Jesus, the divine, holy one is the gentle one and the healing one and the tender one. Likewise, this psalm will just affirm and celebrate the intimacy of God. It will be perhaps like a a soothing blanket or wrap around you. I think that's the intent of the psalm. Just a few psalms earlier, Psalm 131, the author Exactly, just about images God like this as this tender parent in fact in the imagery in Psalm 131 God is imaged as a mum and the writer images themselves like a toddler cuddling up in her arms resting in God's safe tender arms and I think the same kind of imagery weaves through the Psalm we're about to hear but if you've been brought up with fearful images of God God's going to get you that kind of vibe of smashing and burning, even if on an intellectual level you reject that kind of understanding of God, it can still surprisingly uh, lurk in the corners of your heart or your spirit. And so exactly the same words about God's tender presence and care in this um, can sound frightening. So I just wanted to highlight that, um, to note that We come to biblical texts from different places and inviting you to be aware of how you respond to this text. And instead of chastising yourself, oh, I should be this or that, just to notice it. And then you later might want to um, take it up some more in some journaling or prayer or conversation with others, because it's when we pay attention to our reactions as we engage with sacred texts that, you know, spirit can meet us and draw us into deeper communion but sometimes the way to that is is to face some wounds so we're going to hear this psalm in the Lectio Divina style again that's where I will read it three times and just to remind us this is from, well, it's from the desert traditions, desert mothers and fathers from quite early in the church tradition and one of the things I love about this tradition is it invites us out of only coming to the bible from kind of some logical analytical perspective about what is right and what is wrong or what was the author's intent all these questions are really interesting but we're also invited to engage with the bible on a spirit level on an emotional level so when we hear the text these three times it's a bit like tasting food so the first time you hear it you're invited just to let Yourself, savor it. You um, taste it. So your mind might go on all over different places. Oh, look at that. Oh, that me, you know that reminded me of this. Oh, look at that. Interesting, interesting. Without telling yourself off, just taste it. After the second time, you're invited to really zoom in to one particular image or phrase that's spoken to you, and stay there. And it might be because you love it. It might be because it troubles you or angers you. Stay with that and chew it over. Wrestle with it. And the third time, the invitation is to digest the reading, to take it into yourself and to think about how you might be called to respond right now. I so at this particular point in your life how might you be being called to respond and it might be with gratitude it might be uh, with sorrow it might be with an actual change in behavior of some in some way or of some kind it's between you and God but that's the basic outline and each time I'll remind us as we go so I invite you to have again have your feet on the ground to let yourself take some deeper breaths and as we begin to sink into this time I invite us all to become aware of what we desire our deepest longings right now and to name that to God You hem me in, behind and before, and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is so high that I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and settle at the furthest limits of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me and the light around me become night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The dark night is as bright as the day, for darkness is as light to you. For it was you who formed my inward parts, You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works that I know very well. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my thoughts. See if there is any wicked way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. The invitation is to let your mind taste the reading. To go wherever it is prompted by these words and images. and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is so high that I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and settle at the furthest limits of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me and the light around me become night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is as bright as the day, for darkness is as light to you. For it was you who formed my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works that I know very well. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my thoughts. See if there is any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. The invitation is to zoom in to the phrase or image that is speaking to you and stay there. Chew this over with God. You hear me in behind and before and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It's so high that I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and settle at the furthest limits of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, and the light around me become night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is as bright as the day, for darkness is as light to you. For it was you who formed my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works that I know very well. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my thoughts. See if there is any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. The invitation is to digest this reading, to reflect, prayerfully reflect on how God is calling you to respond right now. In the name of Christ, Amen. If different things have emerged for you, you might want to spend some time over the today or over the coming days journaling or going back to the Psalm, Psalm 139, or discussing the passage with others, making art, particularly of that phrase or image that spoke to you. This precious spirit speaks to us through sacred text and calls us into deep abiding. We're going to turn our attention now to pray for this beautiful broken earth in the unfolding situation of COVID-19 and so many other things happening in people's lives. And this is a really important part of being a follower of Christ, is praying for others, allowing that grace and healing energy of God to flow through us into those situations. So I'll be using a refrain in this, you may like to join in, Holy One, Sacred Three, may there be faith, may there be hope, may there be love. Let's pray. We bring our beautiful, exhausted, generous, violent world to you, tender God. As many continue to experience lockdown and loss of work, loss of social connection, we pray that all those who are on the brink of despair will know your caring and strength that all those gripped by loneliness may discover new courage and encounter new community Holy One, Sacred Three may there be faith, may there be hope may there be love We pray for politicians and policy makers the world over. We pray that they will be driven by wisdom and compassion, not fear and ego. We pray for their families as well. Please strengthen teachers and students. Nurses and doctors and carers. Workers in supermarkets. Drivers in buses and trams. Holy One, Sacred Three. May there be faith. May there be hope. May there be love. We pray for the peacemakers, the social justice advocates, the not-for-profit sector who are seeking to serve those who have the least. May your creativity and wisdom sustain them. As new solutions need to be found to compounded problems of poverty. And injustice, and racism. May they know your courage and strength, Holy One, Sacred Three. May there be faith. May there be hope. May there be love. Let me pray for those who are ill those who are in intensive care and who are not allowed visitors may they know your sustaining strength we pray for those who are grieving the loss of a loved one may they grieve well and may there be wise friends to journey with them each step of the way into new life holy one sacred three may there be faith may there be hope may there be love and in the stillness we pray for those on our hearts sacred three, May there be faith. May there be hope. May there be love. May your surprising healing grace abound. And as Jesus inspired us, we pray together. Life giver, pain bearer, love maker, source of all that is and that shall be. Father and mother of us all, Loving God, in whom is heaven, the hallowing of your name, echo through the universe. The way of your justice be followed by all peoples of the world. Your heavenly will be done by all created beings. Your commonwealth of peace and freedom sustain our hope and come on earth. With the bread that we need for today, feed us. In the hurts we absorb from one another, forgive us. In times of temptation and test, strengthen us. From trials too great to endure, spare us. From the grip of all that is evil, free us. For you reign in the glory of the power that is love now and forever. Amen. Thank you for journeying into stillness, which is always a very brave Thing to do particularly in our culture of noise and busyness, I hope and pray the rest of your day has uh, gentle blessings about it. Maybe in which you experience the intimate presence of God just holding you, holding you safe. Final blessing for the journey, friends. In Jesus, we encounter the height and depth and width of divine compassion and discover the delight that we and all things are called into this embrace of love, to go infused by the love of Christ and ready to share this with neighbour and stranger, kin and foe. And as you go, may the blessing of God, Holy One, Sacred Three, Holy Mystery, Holy Wisdom, Holy Flame be upholding you, cascading through you and guarding you. In the name of Christ. Amen.